Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you do when you were there. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with the ever carefree David Cohen. Ever carefree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're sitting here listening to and preparing for and enjoying uh, your appearance on, uh, continued appearance on the uh, best radio show on television. On Carefree, radio. I think of like some blonde woman in a flowing skirt, you know, running through the fields. And is well, that what you think when you think of I, me? I'll take a picture of you and put it on the uh, Everything Old Is New Again dot biz website, and the audience can decide for themselves. All right, now let me take this skirt off and let's start the show. <laughs> okay. And this show is about the best TV sitcom theme of all time. Right. And I think that... Wait, that, just repeat that so people understand it, because I got lost for a minute. <laughs> I can say it another way. What is the best TV theme song of all time? Of all time. Categories, sitcoms. Right. Not That's dramas. It. Not drama. Sitcoms. Correct. Because this is such a broad topic, we actually had to narrow it down. And we're going to do another show, <laughs> right, on the best... Uh, this show is, six I'm, we are you doing. You know, you laugh at this subject, Doug. Every show about theme songs. You laugh like we it's not important. We were making a career on theme songs. It's just going on and on. I thought it would be two shows, but we're expanding. I love it. I, I Let's see if we could do at least at least seven of them. I think we could do squeeze one more past the next show, which will be the drama. I think so too. Right. Well, and, but so let's let's take ten seconds and and talk about why, in all seriousness, why this is so important to us. Well, I think it's interesting. I again, I as I said, the first of these shows all those weeks ago, it's kind of kind of the best way or only way we can time travel. I think when I hear Gilligan's Island, I remember coming home from school at like fourteen, um, turning the TV on at four o'clock, watching the reruns of Gilligan's Island, and hearing that song. And P.S. especially Especially those days, especially up to like maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, only place you're ever going to hear a TV theme song is before that show begins. You know, listen to it in a podcast, you're not right. listening to it in any way. It, that's it. Right. So they're very unique, at least were. You know, now you could tune them in anytime you like uh, if you feel like it. And I, and I would argue that a lot of the old TV theme songs and some of the new ones too. Um, I, I, in terms of the quality of the song, the, the singability, the, you know, the memory, like you were saying, the time travel bringing you back to a certain place and point in time in your life, uh, it works as much as, as popular music does. Yes. As any songs that, that, that you remember from, you know, a long time ago. So it's just as important to me. It's all music, and music is sort of a memory, um, what am I looking for? A trigger. A trigger. Right. But I think, it, yes, I agree, but this, this is a smidge more unique because, again, you, could not, you cannot listen. You can't turn on the radio and hear most that's of these theme right. songs. So it's really unique. Like, it really brings you back. I don't know. That's just me. Let's look at some rules as to what will uh, evaluate these theme songs by. I have three criteria that I think works. Okay. Does the song itself set the mood of the show and or does it present an explanation of the setup of the sitcom? 
Okay. Uh, is this number one? Number right. two, is the song memorable? But what I mean by that is it instantly recognizable? Like remem- even even today, is even what today, you're okay. you, you listen to it in a few bars, good, and you hear it. And the bars being the bars of music, not at a bar and drinking a beer. I didn't think you meant that. Okay. But, no. Okay. All right. The third. <laughs> Is it fun to listen to? Would you want to listen to it in a bar or in your ah, car? I see where you're going with that. Yeah, now. Okay, there's always okay. there's always a foundational <laughs> issue there. So I get left. All right. So 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 number one is is it does it explain the show or does it set the mood for the show? Yep. Number two is it memorable even today and Inst- yep. instantly recognizable? And number three is would you want to listen to it again? Correct. Okay. Got it. So. Hey, hey with the monkeys. People say we monkeyed around We're too busy singing To put anybody Okay, I'm not listening to Jeannie or Adam's family in the radio in a car or something else. It meets the first two. They're certainly memorable. They certainly set the mood. But the only one out of there that I would listen to again is the monkeys. But to me, the monkeys don't really explain what's going to go on the show or does it really set the mood? It's, it's fun to listen to. It's memorable, but does it meet the first criteria? First of all, where did you get those three? How, how, are we, are you, you're choosing what these songs are, just of to make course. that clear. I had nothing to do with this. Yes. So, okay. So the first three out of all of the sitcoms ever made. Yes. You played the Monkees, I Dream of Jeannie, and the Adams Family. Correct. All right. I just want to put that, put that out there. And the second three are... Actually, those are the second two, so those are five okay. altogether. Sorry right. about that. That's Carol Burnett and Chico and the Man. I know you're a huge fan of Chico and the Man. I don't know why. I like that song. I think it's a great song. Does it set the mood? I think it does. Okay. Of the show. Sure. Instantly recognizable? I think so. And would you listen to it in your car? I, yes, you know that. I like yes. it. I mean, right. Jose Feliciano was a, was a big, is a big star, was a big star at the time the song was written. Right. The Carol Burnett you would listen to again, I, other than, than it is memorable, it does set the mood, but I don't, it, think, I don't think you want to listen to that again. No. Um, so, all right. So now um, we're getting the ball rolling here. I'm going to be a little more contemporary with the next one. This is a song that was written for this show. It is only 12 seconds long, uh, and that's it. They, the, the band just wrote a 12 second uh, song for. I'm twisted up inside, but nonetheless, I feel the need to stay. I don't know the future, but the past keeps getting clearer every day. The Goldbergs, uh, one of my favorite shows. Um, but it doesn't matter about the show itself. Does that song uh, do it for you? Um, I think it, it, it does set a mood. Um, I don't know how memorable it is. 
Not really. Yeah, and I don't know you would listen to 12 seconds in, in the car. And, and want to hear it again. <laughs> no. no. But I would say that if but you're you, trying to keep it, can I just yes. say this? I, I, I really appreciate you trying to keep the show contemporary. I of like course. that. Well, everything of old course. Is, is, no, it's, it's you. It's everything old, and that's the well, way it is. Well, not everything old is old again. This is everything old is new again. <laughs> so... Uh, that's a misunderstanding. This is a retro show, but it also con- brings things to the contemporary world, I think. That's what I always try to do. Yeah, the show, you try to do it. That's the key. <laughs> so you, you've succeeded now with the Goldbergs. I'll give you that. Now, with the Goldbergs, I would say that that if we had to pick one song as the theme song for this show, that that would work based on the words. I wasn't listening. Uh, let's try no, let's listen please. to it again for 12 seconds. Uh. I'm twisted up inside, but nonetheless I feel the need to stay. I don't know the future, but the past keeps getting clearer every day. That works better than this one. That's from My Three Sons, of course. Yes. And so, are, you, are you saying My Three Sons is one of the Absolutely, it's one of them. But um, what do you think? I think that hits the all three. It's a little sappy. It is. The, the, the Goldbergs? You no, mean, I'm talking about the, the My Three Sons. Oh, sons no, no, no. I like that one. I was following up on your comment you, you made before the break about how the Goldbergs could be the theme song for our show. Right. But I think the words are they're a little sappy. Okay. But, but it does refer but, but, to the past. And again, that's you. So <laughs> I think for your side of the show, that is perfect. <laughs> so we're waiting for Dave. And I, and I think that if you are interested in suggesting either an existing song or maybe some lyrics or uh, words oh, or yeah. a phrase for our theme song, the theme song of Everything Old is New Again, feel free I'm still free working to, on it. I'm still working on one. Okay. I will, I will come up with one. But if you're a listener and you want to collaborate yes. with David Cohen. Well, neither. Well, uh, in some way, throw an idea at you. Let's Not collaborate. Say. I'm just saying because they don't need me. I mean, if, listen, if you have a good idea out there for a song, please send it in. But they may, they may just know a lyric and not necessarily the music itself. But okay, listen, fine. throw any of that stuff uh, at us. Sure. At oldnewagain at AOL.com or go to the website, everythingoldisnewagain.biz, and there's a section there that you can you know communicate with us. And if you really want to get it on the air, for Doug's sake, just explain in the lyrics what our show is about, because Doug, <laughs> Doug has trouble understanding a show unless it's explained in the theme song. Exactly. I need to have the setup. I need Gilligan's to Island, you were clueless until you heard the song. Yeah. I turned to, I, why, listen, these, why can't these people get off this island? Right. They and, can make a radio out of bamboo, but they can't, make, they can't fix a hole in a Boat? It makes absolutely no sense to me. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Our whole universe was in a hot state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started wait the earth began to cool the autotrophs began to drool neanderthals developed tools we built a wall we built the pyramids math science history unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang how great is that uh, theme song you tell me i don't know do you love it do you like it do you hate it i like it i love it does it does it set the mood 
It definitely sets the mood. It doesn't explain the show, but it explains the Big Bang Theory. Right, so setting the mood works. <laughs> uh, is it memorable? Yeah, you can. But do you want to listen to that again? I do. Every time the show's on, I look forward to. But you're not to tuning that in the it. car. Um, you know there is a there is a full version of that right. song available. And um, I would listen to it. Yes, I right. would put that down. As, I would say no. We're doing okay. this in really no particular order yet. The last part of the show, we'll get to the finalists of what we feel are the best. Uh, TV sitcom. Right. We're just going through songs. the contenders here. These are contenders, but they're in no particular order. Um, let's let's focus for this section of the show on the so- songs or the theme songs that have words to them. Here's a story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one. Now, there's the Brady Bunch, for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not listening to that again. Are you? That uh, you seems know, to be a common thing. I don't me, I actively, guess. I wouldn't actively put on the song to listen to, but right. when I hear it, yeah, it's 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 a fun song. Yeah, it's okay. It's it, become it, like, you know what? It's it's America's song, Doug. I think that's what it's become. Interesting. Think about it. Everyone knows it. Everyone can sing the lyrics. I, I bet even our... our Engineer Mike in the studio could sing the lyrics, and he's he's. 12. Cody says yes to that. He's okay. twelve years old, and, and he can still do it. <laughs> I bet you, yeah. um, you could see the, sing the lyrics to this one, but maybe not everybody else. So it was planned, he'd command F Troop, where Indian fights are colorful sights, and nobody takes a licking. Where pale face and red skin both turn chicken. Now, for songs that have words, to me, that is the king. That's just to me, because that is just a piece of it. That is an, a minute long of words. Nothing repeats itself, and I know every word. <laughs> I mean, and I haven't seen that show in 30 years. And you could still remember and it. And I still can remember. Could you? I mean, what do you... Most of it. I bet I could do most of it. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. And it's funny. It is funny. If you listen so, to the lyrics, it is, is, it's actually funny. Yes. So... All right, I'm, should I test you? No. Do you want to take a shot at reciting it? No, I don't. All right. Because <laughs> okay. I have too much else to do. I understand. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. How creepy is that guy when he's singing that? That the, I don't know. It just sounds like a creepy voice, but it's a funny uh, bit of words, and it describes the show. It does describe what happens in the show. There's a horse that talks, <laughs> and, and he, it's inexplicable how. I always wanted to get into that story more. How is the horse able to talk? What's the story behind it? I definitely want to do a show on shows like that that are kind of hard to explain, like how it even got on the air. That, another show would be My Mother the Car. Right. I mean, like, it right. was basically about the spirit of some dead mom going to Dick Van Dyke's brother's, what's his name, Jerry Van Dyke's, Jerry. old car. Right. Like an old uh, Ford, 1934, you know, Ford, what do you call that, uh, Model T. So it, it, it's a weird and thing. Th- and that was in the 50s, right? That was the, early 60s. Was it? Know. Yeah. Okay. Or even like My Favorite Martian, there's a Martian. Right. You know, right, like right, came right. down and living with a guy. It's just, I don't know. Um, I think very strange, right? Yeah, very strange. it's very, I think we should do a show on like these strange setups to shows. 
and, and and yeah, did they ever explain it really? Why Mr. Red talked? Why the mother was oh, right. inhabiting the car? The I mean, my mother the car. Well, they didn't necessarily explain it, but they did. They developed it in the pilot. They, show, they showed see. it happening. But again, they, <laughs> they showed the, the mother's spirit like getting into. No, the there car? were no special effects. But the, you know, it did. Ha- he was at a used car dealership coming home from the hospital when his mom passed away, and oh. and he's in this used car. He is. He feels or hears this voice. Goes to it. There's his mom in the car talking to him, and she says. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I'm still here. Um, but I'm gonna. But buy me, and I will help you through life. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Really? I yeah, had no idea. Yeah, and that's a little too much information, isn't it? No. About but that show, should I really know that? Chills. Just the door of Pam's house, you, darling. I love you, but give me Park Avenue. The chores. Just doors. Fresh air. Times Square. You are my wife. Another one that explains everything that's going on in the show, like it's a great setup. Um, might be, might, when I look back at it, the show might be better than the theme song. Am I wrong? Does that make sense? Like, that theme song is kind of good. It's, you remember it, you well, know Well, it's, it. it's the opening few notes that everybody remembers. do 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 I mean... That's that's, that's pretty, pretty much it, right? Yeah. They could have stopped right there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that show was really funny, but we're not bringing that into this discussion. Just solely focusing was. on the theme songs, right? Exactly. But that's Green Acres, okay. and uh, I really, I don't know. I think that that um, those, that set of of five: Big Bang, Brady Bunch, F Troop, Mr. Ed, Green Acres, might be not all, but some of the best that have words Lyrics. in them. Uh, I don't know if there's any others that come to mind that I left out of that list there for you. Uh, actually, the Beverly Hillbillies, I'll play that short. Right. That's a that's a good one. That's kind that of It definitely describes what happens. Yeah. And, and a lot of people remember the words to that one, too. And now, just talking about words, as we move along here, you may see that um, as we become more contemporary in this discussion, there was Big Bang with words, of course, but a lot, a lot of... Uh, what would you say theme songs for song for shows that are out there now? They're pretty much wordless. They they kind of have gone to just setting the mood for the show, right? And not exactly. really interested in any setups whatsoever. No, well, I mean, there aren't really too many sitcoms on the air. Yeah, right but now. I mean, even like I mean, a Seinfeld, you know, like they in theory they could have set it up where they explain he's a comedian and whatever, but there was no need for it. No, they because it opened with a comedian on the stage. I mean, that's kind of <clears throat> giving it away, yeah. right? Is but I understand now. I'm really starting to see, Doug, how important lyrics are to you <laughs> in the theme song to explain the show. Because uh, when Jerry came on with the on stage. What were you still confused as to what the show was, well, I was going confused. to be about? Is he Jerry Seinfeld? Is he some other character? Um, where is he living? Why are these people walking? To, do you have people walking to your? You're in the city. Do you right. have anyone that walks into your apartment? Number one, without announcing themselves, just opening the door. <laughs> and number two, do you have anyone even knocking on the door? In this day and age, no one is not. It doesn't even happen. Well. I have to say that in my apartment building right now, I live in a small building, and we do have neighbors that come and they do knock on the door. Really? Yes. Yeah, now, I'm not saying we're typical. We're no way typical of, of New York City living. Right. But our building is small enough such that uh, everyone knows each other. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not Kramer well, coming nice. in. Don't get me right. wrong. But, but yes, we knock on doors and we borrow sugar and all that stuff. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I still would need a theme song to explain that to me. 
<laughs> Why is that? If, if your show, if your apartment was a show, I would need to say, well, huh? This is what, why are they doing this right. anyway? That's that's neither here nor there. I, I don't think we have our. Let's look at this in a bigger picture. I don't think that sitcoms today have any of these setups where there's a genie or there's a car that's a mom is inhabiting the right. spirit of, right. or you know, a, a family that's you know, a mom and a dad getting together, you know, like the Brady Bunch did. And I don't think we have that complicated type of setup at all in any sitcoms we have these days. No, like take Modern Family. Do you need a there's no setup right, needed, right? No but you understood did you understand it without having it explained yeah to you? I love it I love the show but you know what you, you you may not someone that is let's say 15 now to 20 that's watching that show right 20 years from now will a theme song to that show bring back any memories to them will it mean anything to them? I don't know. So you're saying maybe if it had the words, it would? I don't know. They, they've gotten away. These theme songs are like 10 seconds now, 15 seconds. Right. They're not one minute of no, the show. No, it's more about the actual sitcom. Will they remember the sitcom? And sadly, right, there wouldn't be any memorable music to it. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So let's listen to one that is memorable and kind of fun. I enjoy this one. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, Say, Charlie, why the arm in the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore at him. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that. But where am I going to get that kind of dough? Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't break the bank. You don't say. Yeah, the law office of Douglas Viviani. The law office? Office of Douglas Viviani? That's right, the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani. That's what I said, Viviani. He a straight shooter? He's a cat's meow. He's on the up and up? Doug's ace is with me. Is that so? He's a bee's bees. Well, that's just swell. You have his number? You can call him at 631-681-1910 or email him at vivianilaw.com. Wait, what, what was that last part? What, email? Yeah, what's email? Vivianilaw.com. Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. That is the theme to Get Smart, which um, may or may not be recognizable. I don't know how much it survived. It certainly was iconic in the 60s. It was, and there's, an, uh, I think, a niche uh, group of fans that, that were into Get Smart. You and I were. I mean, right. there's a particular kind of sense of humor. And, you know, I don't think you would have heard the song if you didn't watch the show. It wasn't like so such a big song back then, I don't think. Right. And, right. you know, without the visual... Not going to detail without the visual of what's sure. going on. Um, it's not explaining what's going on in the show at all, which is not good for you. It's not going to work. Although you won't. You won't understand the show, right? But also, you know, I just want to mention yes. that a lot of these songs we're playing on the show are kind of skewing a lot older. But th- yes. there's actually a reason for that. There just isn't a lot of sitcoms on the air today. We had a, you know, slim pickings in terms of 
you know, really j- just sitcoms in general, let alone, the, you know, picking good songs. So, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, we did The Big Bang, which is still right. on. Right. And uh, we, we didn't did. do Modern Family because it's really nothing. It's like a five second thing. Exactly. Um, we did the Goldbergs. Did the Goldbergs. Right. Uh, if you find that there's one that we've missed out there, shoot us a note. Come on. We're waiting to hear from you. Old, new, again at every uh, <laughs> at AOL.com or everything old is new again dot biz. You go to the website um, and shoot us a note from there. In the meantime, let's listen to some, again, they're a little older, but um, I bet you know what they are. Those are two that have words in them, um, but I think um, you know the one word Batman <laughs> says it all for that one, and then the second is Happy Days. Yeah, Happy Days I could definitely listen to in the car. It definitely sets yeah. the mood. Um, it kind of tells what's going on. I don't I know. Think I think it was it's a good. One. I didn't know it was ready to race to you. I, didn't, I, I always heard it as I, ready to race with you. So what are you saying? That I, for the first time, just listening to it, I realized that I misheard it for, so for eons. And that's new information to you right now, it correct? Is. So that's how we say old there you go. is new again. Of course. That's, it comes back to, back to play. I mean, we've got Batman. Is they, they got Batman versus Superman coming out. It's, uh, it's going to be new again. Batman never goes away. Correct. Right. Um, but uh, So I think those are those Okay, are yeah. Good. Batman, Batman was a big one. Neil Hefty, right? We talked yes. in an earlier show. One of the, one of the best uh, uh, you know, TV theme song composers. Composers wrote and that Happy one. Days is interesting because it was originally Rock Around the Clock, and after the first season, boom, they used this song, which was the, the closing end song, song. The closing right. song. So that's kind of interesting. But yep. I don't know that these are really the best of the best in terms of that we would say they're the best of all time. Worth consideration, though. Consideration. So, so do these two. shows, if you will. Yep. Hogan's Heroes and MASH. Now, MASH could be in a, a final, although I didn't put it in the final, but that one is definitely something you can listen to again. In fact, there are words to that as well. Sometimes they, they sing the words. Right, right. Uh, suicide. It sets the mood of the show. Does it figure fall into that criteria? I think it does. It's kind of melancholy, you know, um, maybe more or less the second, you know, Incarnation of this show, like the first couple of seasons, was straight out comedy. And then they went a little more drama. You know? Yeah, so they I think, jumped the shark as far as I was concerned. Yeah, but I think the song fits more for the that part of that it part than right. the comedy part. Um, it's memorable and it's fun to listen to. I mean, it's it's. I you say could it's fun listen, to yeah, listen but to, you but could you could definitely listen, listen. I think listen to that again. Now, Hogan's Heroes, you're not going to listen to again. It yeah. is instantly recognizable for sure. I think for again, no? I, I think it's like Get Smart. You know, there was a group of people that were fans, but beyond that, I don't know if everyone I'm still not know a lexicon it. to this day. Let's say right, right. Let's put right. it that way. Um, all right, let's see if we've got anything else to add.
Okay, Monsters and Seinfeld. Right. Um, Monsters, that's a great guitar song. It really is. Great 60s. It, it's very iconic of, of the era and the kind of music that was being written. Also, I think, definitely sets the tone of the song. Which is weird. <laughs> it sets the tone of the, of the show, which is a weird thing. It's a show, as we should know, about basically the universal monsters being funny. Right. Uh, so, so, so the music kind of captures that, right? I yeah, mean, I think it does. You could tell it's supposed to be scary, quote unquote, but it's kind of funny and nerdy at the Isn't same time. Isn't that weird that you get that just out of the music? Yeah. It's, it's incredible talent to be able to put emotions And it's like great. That there's, a, there's a song now by a group called Fallout Boy where they, they uh, I forget the name of their song, but they've looped that uh, Munsters theme into the song. And when you hear it, like in stereo, like what we just played now it was probably the original recording, yes. right? That sounds like it did coming out of a TV. Right. But when you hear, if you listen to that record and you hear it in stereo, it's cool. It's There's a lot of production value to it, too, which I think gets lost. Yes, I agree with you. It's, it's multi-layered. Uh, I don't know that you would buy it on an album or anything like that. No, but, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's uh, and then Seinfeld, you know... Um, I don't think it. I don't think it. It meets again. I hate to keep harping on it, but I'm not listening to that again. No, it's it, not really a song, right? And, it's and that's a, what the, again we harp back to the the discussion about today's sitcoms. I know that was it's not today's world, but this one I should have pulled up uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I didn't have time. Another one that that the. Um, Set you know set a tone for the show and they're out. They they want to get to the show. Let's get to it. These older ones they spent you know some time setting up shows over and over again. And I think at some level you're right though. All joking aside, let's get to the show already. Right. You know, right. Uh, I, I get it. It's a comedian standing up and, and he's got guys that drop by uh, his apartment and it's a show about nothing. Let's get to it. So you know that's that's. Um, that's where we're at, I think, at this point. I think where we got to go next on this are basically going to be the finals. Ooh. And we may fight a little bit about, about this. But I think the Munsters, we should say, out of all this group, do you, what, what would you think would be the, one of the, the best uh, or one of two, three of the best that should go to the finals, if any, from what we've heard so far? What we've heard so far, I would say, well, let's just recapture, re- reiterate what they were. Get Smart, Batman, Happy Days, Hogan's Heroes, MASH, Munster, Seinfeld. I would say uh, I would say Munsters, uh, slight edge over Batman. Okay, so I would uh, agree. Batman, though, it, uh, kids were playing that song left and right on the guitar as well. Uh, it was that was something that was popular back back in the day. Um, there was another one that we're going to play here with with words. Uh, Laverne and Shirley. Um, it was in the Billboard, believe it or not, top ten, and so it could be listened to again. Does explain the show. But I don't know if it's likable anymore. You tell me. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Let's just listen to it and see what you think of this. No, I think listening to that, it's a little dated, but it does, it does, I don't know, it does meet all those criteria, but is it better than, again, what we've heard with, we've divided them up, that's with lyrics, so yeah. we've, there's others that, that would, would be better, you think, with oh, lyrics. So, well, just to elucidate there, right. I'm using the word elucidate a lot, have you noticed that? Well, I think these topics need elucidation. Yeah, okay, that's weird. Um, but anyway... <laughs> I think, and I totally forgot what you just said, because I got so hung up on elucidating. 
<laughs> well, I was saying that Laverne and Shirley, uh, is it, is it, does it deserve to be in the finals? Oh, right. So Laverne and Shirley was a great 70s pop tune, but I don't think it translates to today very well. It does describe the show. I think it sets the mood of the show. And um, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't put it up there with one of the greatest of all time. All right. That's and, me. And uh, back in the day, though, did you throw that in your car and listen to it? No. Uh, no. No. So, but it, it it does move. It's interesting. Yeah, no, it's a bouncy kind of fun song. But I'm looking at all of these. So many of these are from the '60s and '70s. You know, know, like we did. I really tried to find modern stuff, and it's just not. They just don't. They don't put any value in this anymore. There. They just. They just. The, the content of the sitcom. If they're, you know, to the extent there are sitcoms, that's what counts now. They don't want to spend a lot of time on the songs. Yeah, they just want to get... They should know. go back to that, because a lot of sitcoms are terrible today. You know, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> is it a reflection? Did they write this, the music first, and they go into, oh, you know, let's, let's run a sitcom around this, like they did Welcome Back, Cotter? I don't know. Uh, kind of. Not really. But uh, maybe there should be some more thought into this to bring us back to the happy day. <laughs> Gray sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. So right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. We're back, and we're going to now talk about and enter into the realm of the finals, the best, what we feel would be the best TV theme songs in the category of sitcoms of all time. And some of these we have not heard yet. You have not played the clips for. Correct. Um, I would say that you've heard them in prior shows, because we've done a lot of shows <laughs> right, on this topic. Not... Uh, but right, you haven't heard it in this particular show. Yeah, sitcom theme song show number 43. You might have heard this one before. <laughs> uh, right. That Andy Griffith kind of is a song. Um, sure. I, I, I think it goes to the... Uh, the view that it's so incredibly recognizable sets the, to- the, the tone. I think it deserves to be in the finals itself. I do, too. Absolutely. Because people hear that. I mean, even to this day, you know, people hear that and they're talking about, oh, yeah, that brings me back. I remember that show. And, right. It does and stand on its own as a, as a really good song. All right. So there's two here, little more current songs that are songs themselves. And here's the thing. They were written for the, th- the shows, but the songs made it to the Billboard charts and i think that has something to do with today's either sitcoms but certainly today's uh drama uh theme songs they kind of are going a little more to hey maybe can we sell these songs as well i don't know if that makes any sense listen to these two and see what you think wouldn't you like to get away Now, 
Oh, they were tons and tons of, I guess, I'm not going to call them albums, but uh, back in the day, they were either albums or what would you call them, the little, the 45s? CD, right. Of, of those two, going back to, there were no CDs back in the day in the 70s and, and, and eight, I should say 80s and 90s. You're talking about Cheers were. and Friends? Yeah. Um, yeah, there were CDs. All right, so yeah. tons of CDs sold right. of of these, they were in the Billboard. Oh, they, I, I see what you mean. As, as singles, they were as released singles, as singles. right, that's yes. the best way, better way to say it. Absolutely. Um, so that being the case, I'm just wondering, thinking out loud, I should have researched this question. Do you think, it just hit me, that do you think that maybe some of this is that they want to make a couple of dollars on the theme song itself? Let's promote uh, the music and sell it so that people want to listen to it, the third criteria we have, back in of, their car? Back, back the then 80s. and even even to this day, maybe my, more towards the drama side of things, but you know, you think they want to do that? I, I don't know if that was the intention, but certainly, uh, I, I really don't know if it was the intention, but that was the result. Yeah, definitely. there was a whole rash of those. I mean, the Rembrandts who sang the cheer, who sang the Friends theme were were an established band at the time, right? Um, so the fact that they could make a hit out of it was probably an added bonus. I mean, obviously they hired a well known band to write something, so I'm sure that was in the back of their mind. I think with Cheers, I think it was just another like song, you know, sitcom songwriting team that put it together, right? So I don't know if that was the intent, but also the Cheers song became a hit as well, right? It had to grab somebody's attention because it made a lot of money. It did. Uh, from that. So it's a different take on it as opposed to uh, one of my favorites. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. I give you a lot of that so we could really get a feel for what is going on on that island. <laughs> Why is there a, a, a professor on an island with an actress. And why is she, by the way, why does she have like a different dress every show? Luckily, they explain that for you, Doug. They they right. laid it out there for you. So you went into that show thinking, aha, yeah. I know what's going on. Exactly. You, you knew that Gilligan's wearing the same outfit all the time because he was working on this ship. But for a three-hour tour, Ginger brought luggage with her. Well, she was a movie star. And the, the Howells brought their money with them, like in <laughs> in suitcases on a three hour tour. I don't know. You know okay, I mean, there wasn't. Is that an, where I, it didn't make sense for you? It, it fell apart Howells because they trunk? didn't explain this properly. F Troop explained the thing beautifully in a fun way. Here, they explained it enough to get you on that island, but there's a lot of lot of questions. No questions left in this one, though. <laughs> On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. Deep down, he knew she was right, but he also knew that someday he would return to her. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his friend, Oscar Madison. Several years earlier, Madison's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? See how beautifully, I mean, even they let you have the question. The setup is right there. Can two divorced men 
live together while driving each other crazy, share an apartment, you know. You know, The Odd Couple is one of my favorite all-time shows, right? And I love that song, but I have to say, this this song needs to be disqualified from this competition. I know what you're going to say, and I... Say, what am I going to say? You're going to say it was a movie uh, theme song Correct. first. Yes. Correct. It's not but it really was used TV. in... If that's the case, we got to take MASH out also. True. So we, right. we could do that. We can have um, have them thrown out. But I would I would say that they were on the shows and used on the they shows. They were technically so, TV theme songs. Right. I'm not arguing that. But but they didn't. Well, they weren't written for the show. Right. I understand that. You know. Um, but anyway, um, but it's I, still, still up there. It's yes. it's fun. It's another. It's an F two ish because it's it's. Not as funny, but it's still fun. It explains in the words, you know, for a simpleton like yes. you, it really lays it out there. Like, why are these two living together? It answers every question, other. right? Yes, you know why they're living together. They're divorced. Both their wives threw them out, and there was no, you know, extra luggage. Ginger's clothes weren't on the set, so that wasn't there to confuse you. Well, you know, the thing was, I was going to go a different way with it. We've got two people living together, and they're very opposite. They basically don't like each other. They don't get along. That's so unrealistic. That doesn't happen. But then I think twice about it, and that's probably half the marriages in America, I would say. That's, <laughs> that's true. So, so it really is a realistic point of and view. And, you know, they did like each other, though. They, they did. did, after, yeah. you know, begrudgingly, you know. Right. Let's hear some more. Who can turn the world on with her smile? Who can take a nothing date suddenly make it all seem worthwhile? Two really, I think, meet our criteria. No? Yes. You want to listen respects. to the game. You want to listen to more of it. It sets right. the tone. It explains the show. It's instantly, I think, instantly recognizable. Especially um, the Jeffersons. Yes. That, that's, that is something I, I, I work out and I, I listen to it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. It's a cool. Hey, that's an upbeat song. All right. You actually have it in your, um, your Sony... Uh, uh, <laughs> CD player? What do you call it? What do you call it? Sony little, CD? What, it's not 1987 The Walkman? You have a little Walkman? Attention, Doug. We have graduated <laughs> from high school. Um, it's not It's not. Well, I say that because it's a reference back to the uh, 70s and 80s when that, uh, when that song I have out. it on my iPhone. You do? Uh, yep. Yep. Quite odd. No, um, but I understand it because cool it is song. very cool, very catchy. I don't so think it's odd. Now we're down to like uh, kind of <laughs> like the... <laughs> I think it's odd, but okay. I'll go with it because I I love the idea that you love theme songs that much, that you could talk about them this uh, in this much detail for five shows and counting. And counting. And we have the next show coming up is going to be what is the best TV theme song of all time? Subcategory drama. We're getting into like the Oscar type categories now, right? Yes. It's going to be, I think that's going to be a big hit. All right. So we're running out of time. Yeah. All right. So who are the winners? I think we're going to go with, uh, let's talk about the winner. Um, well, okay. Let's talk about the winner with lyrics. songs. With lyrics. Welcome back. Welcome back, Your dreams yes. your ticket. Absolutely. We're not. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. The names have all changed. Oh, keep it going. Keep going. Keep going. But those dreams 
just trying to give it some respect. <laughs> the winner, and we're like stepping all over it. Exactly. Well, and then the winner without words. On, on this. Welcome back, Cotter. Uh, with words, Munsters without words. Even though we haven't mentioned Welcome Back, Cotter, until we actually played the clip, that, to us, meets all the criteria. Right. Uh, great song. I'd listen to it anytime. So would you, right? I definitely right. would listen to it, no doubt. And that's, that's, to me, obviously, you can hear the show. That, that's pretty big to me is, do I want to hear it again? Also, does it bring me back? It's, it's recognizable. Right. Right. So it's a time travel device. It does bring me back. Um, thank you for listening to Everything Old is New Again. We'll be back next week to talk about the best theme, theme song for the drama category. Come on back. Everything Old is New Again. Honorable Not mention, big. Jefferson. Yes.